Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Sankistan, Albany. I'm Cynthia Poor, and I am initiating something different uh, today. I'm initiating a roundtable discussion about issues in the city of Albany. It won't be too long before petitions are going out and uh, candidates will be picked to run for office. And I would like the races to be more than personalities. We must discuss politics. And that's why I'm having this a series of roundtable discussions. I think it's very important for community input. I have as my guest today Greg Adela and Zach Simpson. So, Greg, well, I've talked to both of you before many times. So, Greg, why don't you introduce yourself and tell everybody why you're interested in a roundtable discussion in Albany. Sure. Well, hi, Cynthia, and firstly, you know, thanks so much for having me on again. It's a pleasure to speak with you, Zach. It's it's nice to be on a, a program with you, and, and and nice to meet you. Uh, thanks. So, a little bit to your audience. Uh, my name is Greg Adela. My family has has owned and operated Quail Auto Sales in the West Hills since 1943. Uh, we've always been community um, active, uh, you know, giving back to the community that's given to us and the city. Uh, just as every city uh, in the world, and especially as everyone knows in the capital region of Albany, it's seen better days. It's in some tough times uh, right now. I do see a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and two years ago, in 2018, I came, became very, very uh, involved when there was the first murder of 2018 that occurred in front of our business. Uh, and we're Dad, very proud. I'm sorry, uh, you cut out. I'm sorry, Greg. Keep keep talking. Okay, uh, I'm not sure where I cut out, but I'll keep going. So, uh, so in 2018, I started a docu series and started showcasing uh, with my filmmaker friends about really the trouble and uh, what's happening in in Albany and the neglect and the lack of accountability from everything from absentee landlords to uh, streets being just completely disgusting all the time, to, you know, there's no uh, balance of the budget. Uh, The high school is in shambles. Um, So I really, really took to the streets and to get involved and interview people. And I continuously, uh, I continue rather to do that to the day. And all along the way, I've been interviewed by CBS, ABC, and the Times Union because of my involvement and trying to bring light to troubled areas uh, through uh, my phrase of garbage promotes chaos and beauty promotes hope. And I can expand on that to say cleanliness equals hope equals community equals prosperity. Uh, so that's just a brief background uh, of, of who I am because I really truly care. And uh, I think the next year is a big year for Albany, uh, either to move forward or stay stagnant. Yeah. We've talked many times on focus on Albany, but why do you think the roundtable discussion is so important? Well, thank you. Thank you again, Cynthia, for having me on your show, as always. And Greg, nice to meet you. Um, I look forward to collaborating with you, hopefully in the future. Um, So my name is Zach Simpson. 
I am a lifelong resident of the Albany area. Um, I grew up in the Helderberg Hill Towns, <clears throat> and I've been a resident of Albany's for about 20 years. And um, I think this roundtable discussion is important, and for me to be have a seat at the table because I am very plugged into the city of Albany. I serve on a variety of associations and boards, and I also do a lot of uh, community uh, outreach. Uh, most recently, a program that I founded called the Uptown Neighborhood Cooperative, uh, it's a five-neighborhood-wide program that I founded during the COVID-19 pandemic, um, and I meet with people via Zoom. And what we do is we uh, utilize the City of Albany's uh, C-Click-Fix reporting tool, and we, um, we submit issues directly to the city about potholes, uh, property overgrowth, sidewalk repair, uh, dead trees, you know, you name it, <clears throat> we are submitting it. And as of today, I believe the number of issues we've submitted in the last three months, I believe it's about 438 in the first three months of this program. So um, we've been focusing on um, getting the issues addressed and resolved by the city. And also uh, the, the Uptown Neighborhood Cooperative has started to do other things. We've partnered uh, on two occasions with Community Matters, which is a um, community organization that is with uh, residents from Albany, Schenectady, and Troy. And what they do is every two weeks, they pick three locations, one in each of the cities. And what they do is they go from one end of the block to the other, and they do a deep cleaning. They, you know, they, they sweep the streets, um, cut down overgrowth, actually knock on doors and hand out informational um, flyers and pamphlets, really engage the community. Um, and I've, I've, we partnered twice with them, and i got to tell you, the residents smile, and they, the, the, the feedback we're getting is so amazing. And even just on Labor Day, <clears throat> excuse me, I uh, partnered with uh, Councilwoman Judy Dochette from the Ninth Ward, and we uh, spent a couple hours with about um, almost 20 volunteers um, working on Woodlawn Park, which has had issues for a long time with uh, overgrowth and whatnot. So, you know, that's kind of what I've been up to. Again, I, I, I have my hands in a lot of things, so I think I bring a lot uh, to the table. Great. Greg, what do you see yes. as the most pressing issues in the city of Albany that must be addressed in the near future? Uh, well, I don't know we have long enough on your show today to really get into all that. But I, I would start to say I, I'm a very uh, fundamental person in the way of I look at it like a jigsaw puzzle. So I'm very big on empowerment and accountability. And I think, and, and I like uh, hearing what Zach's up to. Uh, you know, and, and to Zach's point, I, I'm, I'm very, very big at uh, maintenance. So if, if you drive by our place, we keep it very, very clean and neat. And, uh, you know, that helped the neighborhood around us feel empowered to know that we care. So for 77 years, we show that we are a constant. Now, I also think that the biggest thing is there's really no, uh, there's a lot from the top down I find that, and, and the people that I speak with on the street 
and I still make videos, and I'm, you know, I'm putting them out every two weeks, and when I talk to residents, they don't feel there's any trust. And with the trust, there's not really cleanliness. So I like what Zach's up to when they take volunteers to clean up, and people have approached me for that. I'm for that, and I'm also against that. I'm for that because, yes, it empowers and everyone feels good when they clean up a neighborhood. I'm against it because that's what your tax dollars go towards. So I know the departments that have reached out to me in two and a half years that a lot of them feel demoralized. That's the police department, the fire department, the DGS department, and so on and so forth. And they don't feel empowered to do their job. So, And I think that's wrong because I think the workforce should feel empowered Okay, so when they leave the house in the morning and they leave their family, they go to work with a sense of pride knowing their job matters. And then the residents leaving their property feel a sense of empowerment because they come out and there's beauty there. Uh, there's a lot, you know, to, to Zach's point and, and what I've been going back and forth with the mayor with, and I've met in her office uh, two years ago with this, is they do not hold absentee landlords and property owners accountable. They do not let code enforce the issues that Zach even speaks of. So when there's overgrowth, and I like the C-click uh, uh, fix. I do like that, and I hope that works. Every route I've taken, even emailing last week to Brian Shea, who's chief of operations, to, uh, to, to the mayor, I can't get through to anyone to come out and clean the, these areas up, and they have been this way for years. So I'm very, very simple-minded in the way of, look, we need to clean up Albany literally from the inside out. Uh, Zach, Hair, what because, do you feel? <clears throat> so, I mean, I just, you know, I, I do agree with Greg that that is what our tax dollars are for. And, but I, you know, as a neighborhood leader, as a person who cares deeply about Albany, I really, you know, I have got, I got, I have two hands. I, you know, I'm a young, I'm pretty young, you know, well over 40, but I'm young enough to, you know, just be one person, but to make a difference. So, I, you know, I, I hear what you're saying, Greg, but you know, these these cleanups, they're not, you know, I don't think they're designed to be a permanent uh, replacement for DGS. Um, I know this is down about 40, 40. Um, I think about 40 uh, workers. Yeah. So that's, you know, and that's tough. When you got your 40 down and you're trying to balance all of the needs of the city, and, you know, from my experience right now with C-Click 6, the needs are great um, because the number of tickets that are submitted are, are great. Um, but, you know, what, you know, I think what, what we're doing in our program is we're actually, instead of just, you want to see quick fix and, you know, click and forget it, we're really tracking it and we're using it as like a report card to the city. So, and it's helpful and they're aware, they're aware of what we're doing and I think they understand it. So that's a word. Yeah. Let me expand on that. And, and I, agree, I agree with you, Zach. The, the problem that I have is a lot of administration is flat out lazy. I, I, we, we have given to this community of Albany for 77 years, 77 years. And they all talk about getting involved. Let's do this. It needs more. It needs this. We'll do it. My last video, we're not asking for millions of dollars. We're literally asking okay. for these absentee landlords, first of all, for the city to hold them accountable, 
to come and clean up their properties that are overgrown. Anyone is welcome to take a field trip with me, and I can show you. And uh, the, the city uh, is, so I'm told by the law, they are supposed to come and clean the properties up when it's overgrown over 12 to 14 inches high. Stuff around our business is four mm. feet high. So they're supposed to come in, clean it up, and then fine and ticket the, the, the property owners. That's not being done. It's not. Actually, and uh, two, Greg, two and a half uh, years uh, ago, the yeah. mayor told me in her office that they were going to start working on a program, and they haven't. And, and at least I have not seen it in the West Hill. So we do yeah. go out and clean twice a day. We empower the neighborhood. We talk to store owners. We talk to residents mm. how important it is. They respect us for that. But there has right. to, have to be meeting yeah. in the middle by, uh, by the administration and what your tax dollars go towards in any city. Now, yeah. Now, are you aware um, of the legislation I believe just passed in the council um, about um, shortening the time frame to three days to site a property? I am aware of that because I was asked to be part of that board. Oh, and, oh okay. Which is very cool because uh, I learned about that through code. Uh, so I am aware of that, and I hope they follow through with that. Uh, I really do. Yeah. They really need to yeah. hold these people accountable. It'll make, it makes, Zach, it makes hmm. our lives easier in the way yeah, look, um, we are – Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. And, and also, um, I think it's going to double the some of the fines uh, associated with being cited. Um, but mm -hmm. you know, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't call the administration staff lazy. I do know some of these folks, and they do work hard. Um, and it's, it's a tough job. And I know I have a no, tough no, job. no, 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 not not job, DGS so. because we're friends with DGS. That yeah. you know, I was speaking with a DGS supervisor yesterday, who's a yeah. customer of ours. I'm talking yeah. about laying the hammer down from the top down. Mm -hmm. Straight up, yeah. the, the mayor is in charge. She's the front lines of the Marines. She's turned her back on this city once too many times, and no one holds her accountable. And I've been very kind to her. This is not a person. There's no personal attack. It's all business. Okay. And it's, very, it's run in a junior varsity way, and no one holds her accountable. No one. It's not the Sheehan show. It's the city of Albany. They work for the taxpayers. And it got all twisted around years ago in this city because everyone knows Historically, it's the most corrupt, one of the most corrupt cities in the U.S. However, I'm a positive guy, and I see the light at the end of the tunnel. This is a good time in history that it can get turned around with the right people on board to really get involved um, like you and I do, Zach. And, and, I, and, and I'm really excited to hear what you're up to. I, I, I like it a lot, and I think Thanks. that we can collaborate 100%. Um, and I think it needs people like us to keep Stating facts and showing them. I do that through film. They don't like it, but I'm not doing a personal attack. All I'm saying is for two and a half years, you knock on the door to try to, to say, look, I'm going through all these routes. I'm going through DGS. I'm doing everything you tell me to do. I'm tired of going above and beyond of cleaning up property that is adjacent mm. to our business that we keep right. clean. And you, I'm, we're not doing it anymore. I'm, I'm saying and, I'm not doing it because that's my job at, at the business, you know. And Greg, you know, I so you know I'm I'm vice president of my neighborhood, and um, you know, each day I get a lot of the same, you know, 
emails, <laughs> text messages. Mm-hmm. So I, I do hear you, um, you know, and there's tough conversations to have, particularly this year or next year, now that we know that the budget deficits are looming and the, you know, the cuts are going to be deep and they're going to be hard. And, yeah. and, you know, that's, you know, so when you think about that and through that lens um, and you think of the weight on people's shoulders, I mean, it's it's going to be a hard slog this next couple of years being, you know, you know, the, the chief you know, executive of the city. So, you know, yeah. I'm sure Mayor Shannon knows that. So that's, you know, I, I'm a people's guy and, you know, <laughs> I try to uh, bring consensus wherever I can. So, you know, I, I, I do hear your frustration. though. I, 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 oh, and, yeah. And, and, and I do, you know, and, and people who know me, I, they know I'm a motivator. You know, my keynote talks are on motivation and empowerment. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we, we live by that. We walk the walk. And, you know, but the thing is, is what's happening in the U.S. is everyone's blaming COVID. Or F- this is all happening before COVID. You know, yeah. when you've got a city that keeps pushing people away instead of being inviting, no one wants to come here. So we can talk about budget and the cuts, but everyone saw this coming. We've got a broke city that can't balance a budget that begs for 12 to $13 million a year. Yet taxes are high. We have too much property that's tax-free. There's no industry that's coming here because it's not a friendly city. Now, are there friendly parts? Yeah. Are there great people in the city? 100%. Even in the West Hill. I showcase that in, in my docu-series. However, they don't feel the trust. They do, they're tired of people coming up, showing up for pitcher ops. I can't, you know... And, and I've said this before publicly. They talk about the narrative of race and color, and I've said it repeatedly. We are a white-owned business with a mixed employees that's been here for 77 years, and we can't get through. It's hard for us. So when they talk about, hey, we want to, just back in June, the county executive and the city, we want to hear from the city. We don't want to be literally white politicians that come into the city and tell you what is needed. Oh, I agree with that. And in June 26th, you know, the, the, the uh, county executive, who's a customer of ours, had said yeah. where he would donate, or he would dedicate, rather, millions of dollars to help the city of Albany. Well, where is that money? And, and furthermore, this is, this is what's vexing, though, okay? And I put this in my last piece. You've got to remember trust at all levels. You've got to have leaders that take the bullets, no pun intended there, and, and you've got to be the front line of the Marines. When you've got a mayor that quote-unquote states that, and this happens right on our block. Everyone knows this is a tough block where we're at. And when you've got a mayor that says, with these 100 shootings plus in her city this year, that if you are hit as an innocent person and you're not the intended target for the retaliatory person, you are at the wrong place at the wrong time, which I question the mayor on. If, these, if, if, we're on, if we're at business and we have customers on our property and my father, God forbid, is hit by a straight bullet or someone on their property is visiting friends and family and they're hit by a straight bullet like what happened, you've got a mayor that says you're at the wrong place at the wrong time? That's a lack of empathy. That's a lack of understanding. And that is a, that's a shortcut to thinking out real solutions to the city's issues. That's my passion on that. I don't. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. You know, I didn't. I haven't heard that. Um, but 
Um, you know, I it live uptown. It was in, it was in, it was in oh. I put it in my last piece, Zach. She said that in yeah. the Times Union. In the Times okay. Union. I, I use it, yeah. Oh, okay. It's not um, fair. That's a very unfair and selfish statement to make. That is not a um, leader. That's an elected so, official. That's not a leader response. So, uh, you know, I, as far as the gun violence issue in the city, it's a, it is a very, very sad issue. Um, I can recall, oh, God, maybe it was last year, down on Elizabeth Street in the south end where the young child got struck in mm-hmm. a daycare center in the arm. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time that I joined, you know, um, 518 Snug and other community um, community organizers um, for a um, a response to a shooting. And it broke mm-hmm. my heart. It broke my heart for not just the family of this child, you know, but also the person that had to make that call to the parents. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, Every shooting matters. Every, every, no matter where it is, no matter who it is, every shooting matters. And it's something that, you know, I'm part of the gun violence task force um, with uh, a block at a time and um, a bridge the gap. Um, so we have been really trying to put our heads together um, to think about what proactive things we can do to um, try to address the gun violence. Um, but it's, it's been a horrible year. It's been, and it is, it's very sad. I mean, to to what the mayor said, how do you explain that to your point, Zach, to make that call? How how do you explain to someone's parent, you know, their seven-year-old got hit in the leg. Oh, he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Where? At the playground? How is, how is that the wrong place? Do you know? And I feel, I feel bad for those families. I, I, I truly do. I feel bad for the police force that's demoralized. Um, and, and it's, it's a very, but again, I see the end, the light at the end of the tunnel. I think there's good positive things that can come out of this, but it needs a change of guards. It needs a change of guards. It needs people like you and Isaac and what Cynthia does to bring this awareness, but put it in motion. Because we all know the Capital District. It's a, it's a very politically driven area, and it bleeds into the water. Because no one trusts anybody. And you they know, fight um, themselves. And, and I, feel, I just feel that yeah. more good can come out of it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, well at least from the, um, the police side of things, you know, before COVID-19 hit, uh, Chief Hawkins uh, of the Albany Police Department, um, they rolled out this uh, reorganization of the Neighborhood Engagement Union in the police department. That was mm-hmm. back in December. Mm-hmm. It kind of took the um, Albany Community Police Advisory Committee and other leaders of the um, in the city a, a little off guard because they just went ahead and like did it, you know. At the same time, let you know what they were doing. Um, I and they actually shrunk the size of the Neighborhood Engagement Union, like doubled the size of the beats. Mm-hmm. I think so. I mean, you know, with COVID, you know, things are kind of crazy at the moment still. But I think. They really need to rethink that. They really need to not shrink it, but expand it. Mm-hmm. And even further, get back to the community policing from the top down, you know, yeah. all across the department. Because it's when, you know, we talk about things, even the tough stuff, you talk about it. You That's build right. consensus. You get in people's heads 
when you're one-on-one looking each other in the eye. So that's got to be the overarching takeaway is get back to community policing through and through, yep. you know, because we were, we're a model of community policing. We, got a, we were recognized nationally for our program. Mm-hmm. I want to get back to that. I really do. And I think, yeah. you know, we're, we're going to get there, but it's going to take some time. I think that that's a very good point, and I think it's very true. You know, we, uh, you, know you have to be active um, as such in, in uh, what you're talking about, and, and it's super important. When my, um, you know, my father is, was big when we met with the mayor uh, two years ago, you know, said, look, we, we really need, you know, beat cops back you know, walking the street, yeah. you need two cops per yeah. car, you know, you, I, please stop cutting these, the force down, you know, um, we need them as, 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 as much as they need us to meet in the middle and, and to have that uh, hopefully suitable protection for all residents and businesses. I'm, you know, I, I am a proactive person, always have been, I always will mm-hmm. be. To be reactive to stuff, you know, not going to work. <laughs> it's not going to work. So, you know, I'm always proactive. I'm always being optimistic, looking for that next yep. bar to pull yourself up on. So, yeah, that's, it's that's a great where attitude. I'm going. It's a great attitude, and that's exactly how we are. Uh, you know, our reputation speaks for itself. And, you know, uh, it, it's just, it, I, you know, it, it, gets, it just gets a little frustrating to where, you know, <laughs> You're, you're trying, and you're trying, you're doing the right thing, um, and then you just don't get that meeting in the middle and communicate the issues. Now, one thing, you know, with, with I had said uh, in, in the mayor's office, to your point, Zach, in 2018, was the Times Union put me on the front page because of the video I made. And how it all came down was when there was the murder in front of our place, that the bullet missed my father's office by eight feet and it hit the daycare next to us. Okay. Yes. So uh, they put me on a front page uh, and I, but, but first what I did was I had sent that right after the shooting, I'll give you a quick background right after the shooting. I sent an email to the mayor and I said, I introduced who we were. I said, could we, could my father and I please come and sit down with you? We'd like to discuss some issues. We have some ideas. Maybe they can be implemented. I didn't hear anything for three months. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, well, okay. our, time, our time is just about up for today. Oh, okay. oh Zach, I'll and, talk to you off air about this. Yeah, Greg. And, very, yeah. Very, yes. Absolutely. And I would like yes. I would like to have shows, uh, roundtable discussions every two weeks, and then as we get closer to an election, maybe every week. Because I think the right. issues are so important and they must be addressed. So you yes. have been listening to Greg Adela, who has a business in in the city of Albany. He is having for. Uh, over 70 years. His family has had it over 70 years. And Zach Simpson, who is a community organizer. I'm Cynthia Pooler. This is Focus on Albany. Thanks, guys, for being on the roundtable discussion. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And have a great day. We'll talk again. And if anybody is interested, 
and being part of this roundtable discussion, they can either message me on Facebook or email me at CynthiaCooler at Hotmail.com. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks, Cynthia. Thanks, Greg. Have a great day. Hey, Jack. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye.